Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Welcome back, everyone. This is Carlo, uh, and here we are on Podside, and this is a beer run. As you can tell, I am completely off script right now, so it is beer run time. And of course, I am joined by none other than my uh, intrepid co-hosts, Kurt and Chris. Hey. Hey, gents. Dinosaur roar noise goes here. Roar! (laughs) So yeah, this is uh, going to be our Dinovember beer run, or maybe a drinking <laughs> with dinosaurs. <laughs> drinking, I like that. I like yeah. that. Drinking with dinosaurs. This has to be one of the most ill-advised themes, but I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> man, come on, man. Like I think dinosaurs, we're going to run out of good stuff real fast. <laughs> uh, it's possible. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna follow the rules very you know closely because we'd still have our year of the new sun stuff. Happening, Although I would say that uh, there are sufficient um, prehistoric uh, names in the Book of the New Sun that uh, I'll give it a little bit of a pass. <laughs> Thyaclodon? Sure, why not? That's yes. that's good enough for me. Smilodon definitely sounds like a dinosaur. Smilodon sounds like um, like like the some some sort of creature that uh, the dentist, mm. <laughs> like a prehistoric dentist, would encourage you to be more like. You know, yeah, isn't it? I, I thought Smilodon was a dinosaur. Is it not? I, I no, thought that was the saber tooth saber tooth right? tiger. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. But but you know, like the the saber tooth tiger is now the passe. You know, uh, very amateur paleontologist type of uh, name. Come on now. <laughs> No, it's not a it's it's not a dinosaur. It's fully a um actually I think uh it it ended up being like a a dead end. Like it it no it's not really related to any of the modern cats. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just sort of like branched off on its own and then whoop. It it me- meowed gently into that great night. yes yes indeed (laughs) i like imagining that uh ancient prehistoric uh, felines like still meowed just very deep and like sounded like a person saying it's like meow (laughs) 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 just all now i'm imagining like going back in time and just bringing balls of yarn (laughs) <laughs> here you go smile don <laughs> oh look how look how cute he is let's go <laughs> um but yeah so anyway uh cheers gents i am yeah. mm. what, what you got carlo what you drinking um i am uh i i picked up um this little mexican lager mm. uh by a local brewery called oliver brewing company okay. uh and it's like a little uh you know like a session lager or whatever mm-hmm. called i wish i was in mexico so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sounds good. 
It, it's it's quite nice. I mean, you know, it's it's a lager. It's a little watery because it's it's low, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not looking to be chewing uh, you know, drinkable bread at this uh, hour of the night. Sadly. Yeah. And what do you got, you, Chris? Chris? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have a, a sixty minute um, from Dogfish Head, a sixty minute IPA. Always, um, always a great choice. Yeah, it's it's I, they have they have um, a, a good variety pack out right now. It has the sixty minute, the ninety minute. Um, there's the something p- perfect pairing is a pale ale, but there is the the big discovery for me was that there I found a craft pilsner that I really like. They have a pilsner named Blue Hen. Um, and I, I'm not a big Pilsner guy, but this Pilsner is delicious. Hmm. Oh, nice. If you ever see it, the Neshaminy Creek, uh, Trauger Pilsner, in my opinion, is quite good. Hmm. Um, I'll just put that out there. It's got a nice crisp, crisp flavor, but actually does have some, some flavor and like a little bit of hop flavor to it. Actually, one of the best, uh, beers I had was like a Pilsner, but isn't a Pilsner. And it was. It was an IPL, uh, oh. an, an Imperial Pale, or no, an, an India Pale Lager, I guess mm-hmm. it was. Weird. Um, okay. And it was very good. And I, it was like a, it was like a, one of those little tiny mini beer fads, mm. uh, a, along with, um, like a black IPA was another one like mm. that. Um, and I really like both of those. I like them a lot more than the, the beer fads that are currently popular. Which I think is kind of like like the the super milkshakey IPAs yeah. and fruit and yeah. everything. Not really a fan of those. Um, and I wish that I could still get the IPL because it was delicious. And mm. I brought uh, I brought a two liter, I guess it was like a one liter bottle of it uh, hiking. And uh, we found an ice cold mountain stream and hmm. tied a string around the top of the bottle and just kind of tied it, tied one end to like a, a stump and just mm-hmm. left it in the stream for like an hour. And oh, man, that was good and refreshing. That That's some, some that's some Huck Finn type shit. It was it was good. Yeah. Tied it around the my first, big toe. <laughs> the, 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 the first time I heard about that practice and I just thought to myself, huh, because I was in Puerto Rico. Uh, was when I read the stand. No, um, when I, uh, I, when when Stu uh, meets Glenn, and Glenn's just like just there smoking some weed out in the out in the meadow. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a like a, a several beers, like maybe even a whole six pack, just just floating in the in the little stream next mm-hmm. to him. It works great. It it cools it off really fast because the the water circulates. Mm-hmm. Um, and flows around it, so it actually like carries the heat very quickly away. Um, mm. I uh, I have brewed beer uh, over a campfire um, before while while camping. It was car camping. It's it would be a pain in the ass to uh, brew any amount of beer while backpacking. That would be absurd because you'd have to carry you know however much of it was out. Uh, but um, to cool it off, we just took the brew pot and we carried it down to a stream and just kind of set it, uh, like, kind of put it into the stream and, like, weighed it down with some rocks. Um, and it cooled off really fast, uh, wow. like, really fast. And the, the, the beer was okay. It was more more novelty <laughs> than it was anything else. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess that's our beer portion of the <laughs> Die November beer run. <laughs> you guys don't even care what I'm drinking? 
Oh, that, that I'm I'm sorry. You 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 baffled us all. You like you 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 mentioned all these beers like <laughs> like you were throwing yeah. chaff. I thought there, I thought you had an IPL. That's why I was. Oh was, no, I don't. Not at oh, all. Okay. I actually sorry. have not beer at all. Um, I am drinking two things. Uh, well, currently I'm drinking uh makali, which is a uh, Korean carbonated rice wine. Oh, um, okay. That okay. Uh, I finally found a store that sells it. I had found it once and I enjoyed it immensely, and I'm drinking it now. Um, and it's very good. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, like a, I don't know. It's like a, like if you've ever had sake with like the sediment in the bottom and like you, you kind of mm-hmm. stir it up and it's like a little milky and it's got like a little bit of a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that, but it's carbonated and you drink it cold. Um, it, and I find it, it very refreshing. Is it is that this one that comes in like the short green stubby bottles? Uh, that or is that is, soju? That's shoju. Okay, um, which tastes similar. This tastes a little bit more like um, more kind of like milky in, in mm. a way. It's a little bit sweeter and like a little bit more refreshing. It's like it, it's Sounds a little good. less like like alcohol, but it's it's very good. Um, and then when I'm done with that. Uh, I do actually have some actual sake, uh, some uh, ukiyo-e daiginjo sake from ha- Hakutsuru, uh, and it's pretty good. Very, very like fr- actually fruity. It's one mm. of those things where like whenever I see wine described as fruity, I'm like, yeah, but it's just going to taste like wine. And this actually, <laughs> this genuinely does kind of taste like 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 melons and grapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. Cool. All right. So, um, so yeah. So, so I guess. Let's talk a little bit about like when when did you you two get dino pilled? Like did you ever go through a dinosaur phase? I mean, I I'm assuming that since I did and I wanted I, I swear to God, I wanted to be like at age six or seven because I didn't know that like that there were different uh you know, like uh, different sort of branchings. So I was like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be an archaeologist because that's what the book said that archaeologists do. They dig up dinosaur bones. Mm. Uh, I, you know, like I had dinosaur books up the wazoo, you know, like, and this is like the old timey dinosaurs that were all sort of like reptilian and, you know, <laughs> they put them together wrong. Their asses <laughs> were on their heads. <laughs> it's like, they didn't know any better. Dimetrodon doesn't have a crest. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, I did like, I remember, uh, having, you know, dinosaur like sheets and stuff like that. Um, but like the first time where I like remember being very excited about dinosaurs was has to been uh, Jurassic park. Yeah. Obviously. Mm, yeah. I think that's what you've overlooked. Carlo is that Chris and I were about 10, nine or 10 or so, yeah. uh, when Jurassic park came out. So we got, we got hit full in the fucking brain. With that particular pop culture laser, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, don't don't. I would say that uh, you are underestimating me. I was a full grown adult who, uh, <laughs> as soon as like my my, as soon as my like I, I went to go see the in theaters, and then on top of that, um, I remember I was I, I'd moved back in with my parents because I was you know like I forget like this is like the, probably the second uh, year back from the navy or whatever. And my dad had gotten like a, a like a huge at the time like one of those projection TVs that had a huge cabinet and all that mm, stuff. Yeah. Um, but then it was like the projection on the inside, not the old projection ones that were like had a little bench and like the three color. <laughs> the the ones that look like shit. Those three <laughs> exactly, color ones yes. look so fucking bad. This like the picture quality is so terrible, and I laugh whenever I see like a. 
I feel like like early 80s movies, when they mm-hmm. want someone to be like very rich, they would give them one of those projection TVs. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that... <laughs> That looks worse than like a six inch screen, you know, <laughs> those little like, 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 like portable TVs that takes like 10 D batteries. Like, like, like the, the Ralph, Ralph, uh, in, in the honeymooners had a better TV. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, by this time they had, they had figured out that you could put the, the, the projection inside a cabinet and then reflect it off. Like a, I forget if it was like a mirror or something like that. Yeah. And it would like backwards project onto the, the screen. Anyway, the point being that it was like a, I think it was like a 40, 40 something inch screen, which, you know, at the time was like, whoa, as soon as he, as, as I could, I went down to the local uh, blockbuster and rented out um, (laughs) Jurassic Park, because that is the movie to Mm. watch on a big ass TV. Mm -hmm. It it truly uh, like passed the test for me, at least. Like it, it felt big anyway. Uh, but yeah, so, so like you, you, you are misunderestimating <laughs> how, how big a, an impact, haha, uh, that Tyrannosaurus scene, um, mm. made on me as a full grown adult that sort of almost launched me way back into dino pill mode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jurassic Park is great. I also read the book beforehand. <laughs> Yes, that I, I I remember um, reading that, and it was like, e- even though it's like you know a pretty standard mainstream um, like level book, uh, I I w- it was just like just on uh, outside my grasp of like complete you know understanding as a kid. Like mm-hmm. it, it was it was like just the cusp of of learning to be like reading those adult novels. Yeah, well, I. Uh- Oh, go ahead. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that the, uh, the Jurassic, like all of Crichton's stuff is very much airport read, but with a mm-hmm. veneer of science over mm-hmm. it and science, you know, like a speculative element, which yeah. always was fun. The but, exception, oh, oh, yeah. the exception is Eaters of the Dead, which I, I assert still is a stone cold classic. I, I have not read it, but, uh, you know what, Kurt, we, we should probably at some point, maybe even this, this particular month, because you know what? Given the twist in that book. Oh, that's a good point. You know, you know, we had thought about asking a very special guest uh, about about that one. Let's let's uh, let's reconvene. Let's reconvene offline about that, because I'd I'd like. Yes, I think that 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 could fit. Mm -hmm. I think that that could potentially fit. Yep. All right. Anyway, um, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so I definitely had the big Jurassic Park dinosaur uh, phase. And I remember getting the official, do you guys remember Carlo? You might not, because although you were dino pilled, I don't know if you were, if you were quite as much into action figures uh, Mm -hmm. as, as Chris or, or or I may have been. I certainly was. Um, And I remember there were three extremely cool early nineties action figure lines. Mm-hmm. There was okay four. We'll say GI Joe was still around and was still fairly cool at the time. There was the Batman ones, and oh mm-hmm. man, were they mm-hmm. cool! There were so many different Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was you know there was like the undersea Batman. There was like the glider, but just nonstop variations. Then there were uh, all the super wacky like aliens expanded universe ones. Do you remember those where they had like. They must have come up with like a hundred different kinds of xenomorph. Oh yes, um, yes, yes. And yes. they had like battle damage, and they had like the 
the suits and and all sorts of stuff. It was so cool. But then the third one where uh the the official Jurassic Park uh mm. dinosaur action figures with dino damage. I yes, remember dino damage. they had dino damage where like little these like little panels would pop off revealing like like ribs and, and meat yeah. underneath. <laughs> um so I definitely had a whole bunch of those. Um but you know, even before so I I I have two stories uh about being dino pilled. Um one is um when I saw Jurassic Park in the theater. Uh, I, I guess I would have been nine, maybe 10. Um, and I remember we saw it. I saw it with my dad um, and it scared the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> not even like scared. Like it was, it was like intense. It was an intense movie for like for a kid. Like you're not really, you know, it's, it's not quite like a monster movie. It's not like a horror movie, but it's very intense mm-hmm. for a little kid. You know, at least it was in 1993. I don't know what little kids get up to. Well, I do know what, what what little kids get up to now, but but I don't know how it would play now. We're a couple of years away from that still. But <laughs> um, and I I remember specifically like the roar of the T Rex uh, terrified me. Um, and then uh, I went to work with my dad, who worked the evening shift uh, in New York City, and he worked on the 110th floor of the World Trade Center. Uh, in the uh, the the transmitter uh, room for uh, CBS TV's like national satellite uplink, and um, when I went to work with him, uh, it was he he basically just sat around and, in in the off chance that something happened, like if the transmitter went offline. This was before like process automation for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So he literally just sat there basically, and you know he had maintenance stats and stuff, but. I would sleep in the transmitter room. Now the transmitter room was filled with loud fans and had a constant dull roar. And it terrified me because it sounded as I was drifting off to sleep, kind of like a T-Rex roar. Um, And so that was very, also it was dark in there and there was like cables and stuff everywhere. It very much reminded me of the scene um, when uh, Laura Dern is like restarting the generator. Mm. Um, So I was real tense. The, that's that's one story. The other story is um so there were these um in the in the like the 80s and 90s. I don't know if kids still get these, but there there used to be these like you'd get subscriptions to these like limited magazine series. Um and there might be, you know, like an animal of the month club and you'd get like animal Animal, animal mm. fact magazines. Yes, so, yes, yeah, yeah. So I got one that was like dinosaurs magazine, and each magazine, each issue had like two or three like full page dinosaur features with like dinosaur <laughs> stats. How tall were I, they? I was, what did they eat? How fast could they run? I, I, w- I was worried there for a second because I immediately thought of like a dinosaur centerfold, and I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "It's it's a brontosaurus, and it just keeps folding outwards and outwards." Um, She's all neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, her, her neck her neck went all the way down. Uh, <laughs> and um, so so the along with each of these, uh, every like ten issues or twenty issues. Uh, which came like about once a week, you would get a binder and then you would put them in the binder. Like, oh, oh, I remember this. Binders yes. of, of dinosaur magazines. And eventually uh, it occurred to me and I had my, all my binders. I probably, I must've had like 70 or 80 of these magazines. And eventually it occurred to me, there's only 
a finite number of dinosaurs. And eventually, the magazine will end because there won't be any more dinosaurs. <laughs> the magazine <laughs> will go extinct. Right. And, but but to a, to a little kid, this was this was horrifying because it was the first uh, this is the first time I, I i i ever thought of something like running out like oh there won't be any like there won't be any more like finitude yeah 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 like i i was i was transitioning from like when you're a kid there's always more to do always more to learn you can always explore more to suddenly there were no more dinos to conquer you know and <laughs> and alexander wept over his dinosaur's magazine of course now i know there's like forty thousand discovered dinosaurs or some nonsense number so that really wasn't a danger um but it made an impact on me the other thing was that those magazines came piece by piece with this little like 3d puzzle that you assembled into like a giant glowing dinosaur skeleton mm. um but the so last cool man <laughs> it was awesome but the last two pieces were a shell that went around the skeleton so you couldn't see the skeleton anymore and i was like well that's stupid <laughs> why, why would you cover up the cool skeleton that glows in the dark with a dumb plastic shell that looked bad and didn't glow? So, um, and I, Chris, I read um, Jurassic Park, the book also, and I, 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 I read it like a, like a lot when I was a kid. I really mm. liked that book. Um, I specifically remember, um, what's the name of the lawyer? Is it uh, Gennaro? Uh, something, something like that, like yeah. That, yeah. He's he's definitely got a good Italian name. Yeah, he's he's way cooler in the book. Like he has a rocket launcher, and I I, I remember he like he lures some Velociraptors into like trying to get him in in in, in like inside of like a concrete tube, and then he fires the rocket launcher de- like into their throat, and it blows them up. Mm. So cool, so much mm. more dignified than dying on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well also don't forget that there's a that extended sequence where they're they're being chased by the t-rex being chased by the t-rex they get to the river and they're like oh finally okay a little br- a little bit of a break and then the t-rex just just goes in and starts That's swimming right. after them and you're like oh fuck man i hadn't <laughs> really thought of that <laughs> <laughs> did either of you ever play uh the sega genesis Jurassic Park game? <laughs> no, no. Is, is that the one where you could you could play as a raptor, right? Yes, yes, yes. exactly. Yes, it was so fucking clever. Yes, yeah, you could play as Doctor Grant. In which case, you had like all different tools. You had you know like a stun gun. You had like a sleeping rifle. You had like a regular gun. Blah blah blah. You had all these traps and tricks. Or you could play as just a fucking Velociraptor and just fucking go ham on people. <laughs> and the objective for either of you was to escape the island. And so if you completed the game as the Velociraptor, it was like, you did it. You escaped <laughs> out into the world and you can fucking eat people. Good job. <laughs> what a great game. Um, there was a horrifying part where there was a big waterfall where the T-Rex head came through just mm. out of the waterfall and would yeah. try to chomp at you. That scared yeah, the shit that. out of me when I was a little kid. So anyway, <laughs> good imagine, times. I liked myself some dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, like I, I got the full brunt of, uh, sort of good but not so great, uh, attempts of the late seventies, early eighties. So you know, man, you do not understand just how, um, sort of like it was like a weird lotto, right? After the when I was a kid, after the the main block of Saturday morning cartoons uh sort of came to a close there was one last block which was the um the marty croft the sid and marty croft 
uh, out power hour, whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And it was like a weird lotto because it, it, there was always, um, there's always like a, a standard one that was going to be on, uh, in many cases it was, it was super buggy, which, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> which is such a weird, super buggy, silly okay. show. Well, it, it was basically just these, these guys that had a, a buggy and they hung out at the beach and they tried to solve crimes problems <laughs> i forget it, it it was not a good show i mean it's city marty croft it's not very mm. like it, it's probably just fine if you're a kid but like <laughs> th- there was not a lot of reason in this so anyway a super buggy whenever um uh he would animate quote unquote and they'd have this really fake looking puppet of the of the the like the the face it was so it was so fake mm-hmm. it would be like oh yeah and like the bumpers would be like lips <laughs> and you're like what the fuck am i watching what was that um there was a hannah barbera cartoon like that too what what, what the hell was that where there was oh, like a talking- i know which one you're he was always in the Laugh Olympics or whatever, uh, or Wacky Race or whatever the fuck it was well, called. Well, no, y- yes, there was that, but there was also like a spinoff series um, of of like a bunch of teenagers who had like a talking dune buggy uh, that was basically like Scooby Doo, but he was a talking dune buggy. Like, yeah, it's just- it, 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 I re- I remember, I remember, I could, I I even did the voice. <laughs> like- yeah, yeah, yeah. You, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I forget. Jesus Christ, what's it's, the, what it, the fuck? It's like is somebody, it? like uh, somebody, accidentally, like I don't know, m- mix some fucking quaaludes in with like their other, <laughs> their other drugs. <laughs> <laughs> speed buggy. I guess it was just that was speed the name buggy. Of the- speed buggy. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Speed buggy. God, that sucked. Speed buggy sucked. From the various <laughs> right? Scooby Doo knockoffs, that was one of the worst. Jabberjaw. Oh, y- y- yeah, Pretty you're good, absolutely though. right. Yeah, Jabberjaw was good. Um, uh, mainly because Jabberjaw himself was sort of like a, a combination of not scary Jaws schmoo because he could like almost form himself into weird shapes. And uh, and like he, he sounded like Curly, but he almost said, had like a Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah, he sounded like Rodney. Yes, he sounded like Curly <laughs> delivering Rodney Dangerfield but, uh, jokes. Yeah. Well, we're we're uh, a little bit off topic now, but <laughs> look, megalodon, <laughs> megalodons run. are um, fair game, uh, and white sh- white sharks uh, mm. also very old creatures. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use you podcasters' know, privilege here. Yeah, I'll, it's interesting because I you know I was also into um, you know that movie that came out a couple like years ago with Jason Statham that like horrible action movie called Meg the Meg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was based on book series by like that was kind of jumping on the Jurassic Park trend, but for sharks for like ancient sharks um, called the Meg. And it was, there's a whole series of them about these, like, you know, prehistoric sharks coming that like are like resurfacing and attacking people. The Celia (laughs) can't. Although that, that might be terrifying to like rub up against one in your, while, while you're like, just, you know, sort of going along. Like yeah, they, yeah. they seem big, right? They're, they're like, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking it's like a, like the anglerfish or something. Well, a megalodon is no, they're huge. No, no, a megalodon is a celiacanth. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Huh? I'd I'd have to look it up. But you no, know, go on ahead. I, 
Please cover for me um, frantically. Uh. They're pretty big. They're like they're like person sized, roughly. Maybe they're a little bit smaller than a person, than a grown adult human. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like I think they're big. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, so probably speaking, even four feet or more. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Speaking of dinosaurs, three more uh, items of pop culture that were important to me as uh, in 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 my in my budding youth um, occurred to me. One is, of course, Jim Henson's dinosaurs. Mm, um, yes. Very significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching that. It's pretty funny. Holds up. Um, has an almost Sopranos quality to it at times, <laughs> and and ends just as ambiguously. <laughs> um, well, it, it, that, that, that's uh, that's basically uh, the di- the thing is that they're reclaiming from the Flintstones. That's right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the Flintstones were were living on uh, on unseated uh, dinosaur land. Okay. <laughs> well, didn't wasn't um. I think uh I think in uh Harvey Birdman um I think they had a joke uh where Fred Flintstone was uh Tony Soprano and they yes, did yeah. like, the, like the, the, da- the Dabadon the Dabadon that was it. <laughs> and then um, at the at the end they realized that he'd just been hit on the head so many times that uh he he acted <laughs> Uh, like he, like, and then they showed like the old clips where he'd been in disguise and would forget who he was and shit like that. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, like they're they're trying that like they focus on like the corkboard, um, like the the hierarchy and like the the top spot is still like you know sort of in question mark, and then it it slowly you know like fades and we're slowly panning in on Barney on top of a pool table singing like <laughs> opera. Hmm. <laughs> um so uh dinosaurs is one i remember specifically uh the baby uh junior is that the name of the baby was uh, a very popular meme for for a minute the, the not the mama not the mama i'm the baby gotta love me i remember they had like there were toys it was a, it was the big thing for mm. a hot minute um very annoying there's a there's a song it's like a, I don't know, it's like, it's like hip hop almost, uh, called, called I'm the baby, I believe. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to send a link. Um, mm-hmm. very strange. So very it's a very, strange. uh, it's, it's a proto I'm baby meme, I see. Yeah. It's, it's kind of up there with like do the Bartman, um, in, in terms <laughs> of, uh, of a 90s cartoon ephemera. Um, <laughs> another one, uh, and Chris may remember this one. Um, oh man, I just thought of another one. Uh, we are back. The dinosaurs story. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, which I believe was like an Amblin Entertainment. Yeah, uh, joint, or, or, I think. isn't that Bluth? Don Bluth. I, 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 I thought it was like a Don Bluth, like Steven Spielberg. Oh, possibly joint, uh, joint project, and it sucks. It's not good. No, it's really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think the less said about that, the better. Then there was Denver, the last dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember well, that one, Chris? Yeah, yeah, that not not that one so much. Um, I do you remember the one where uh, Whoopi Goldberg is teamed up with a uh, anthropomorphized T Rex? Oh, what's, what's that called? Oh. It's called like something Rex. Is it like Theodore Rex? Is that it? Yes, Theodore Rex. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and and the and the the dinosaur looks is, is sort of looks looks like a cartoony dinosaur version 
of Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, he does. What a strange time and, that. And, we, and wearing um and wearing like Converse or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and sneakers like, or something. I, I, I want to say like wraparound sunglasses, maybe too. At least maybe on the poster Possibly, only. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh Denver the Last Dinosaur was like a kid version of that. It was like mm. these kids discover you know, a dinosaur egg at a construction site and they hatch it. And it's a cool dinosaur who learns to skateboard and stuff. Um, do, do they command them by saying Dracarys? <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. yeah. <laughs> hmm. Not so much. He does. He does uh, scare off the bullies, though. Um, there you go. The last one, much cooler, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. That's the um, the comics one, right? It was a comic and it was also a Saturday morning uh, cartoon that's show. Right. Yeah. I forgot all about that. I do not remember that. Ooh, and then and then there was also a di- dinosaurs, which is similar. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. They they were like alien dinosaurs. Hmm. Oh, I I forgot to because we got we got uh we got sidetracked by fucking super buggy and all that shit. <laughs> um, God. Uh, so so what I was gonna say is that there was like a lotto, and then like that was the fixed one, and then sometimes it would be like some other bullshit. Uh, I mean, there was like one that was like ISIS and it was like a, uh, a, a superhero. Like Uh-oh. it was like, well, it was an Egyptian, uh, goddess superheroine or whatever, you know, I guess they were trying to cash in on like, uh, wonder woman ish type of stuff. Right. Uh, but the one that I always banked on, it was like, you know, no whammies, no whammies. Uh, was Land of the Lost with those oh, rubbery ass, wow, rubbery ass puppet dinosaurs that look fake as fuck, but that was what I had, and those were fucking amazing. Also, mm. stop motion, uh, like a, they they would have like weird little stop motion uh, segments, very <laughs> short. I guess it was very expensive, hmm. um, and then immediately switch over to puppetry or whatever. There was but a also, reboot of that. In was the nineties that that oh, yeah. on Nickelodeon, yeah, um, where it was it was updated slightly, but it was the same basic concept. It was like a family, and they were driving in their SUV, and they drove through like a time portal, and and then like the whole first season is just them like dealing with dinosaurs, and then they encounter those those like intelligent lizards with like lasers, the, and the shit. stacks, the, the stacks. That's right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I love the stacks and hated them because one on the one hand I was like as a kid I was like. Those aren't dinosaurs. Get those out of there. I was like very, very adamant. That it was like, mm-hmm. like it was it was supposed to be dinosaur land they were in. And it was like, no, nah, no, nah. it's like some weird, you know, sci fantasy bullshit. With with like, yeah, like I guess they were evolved uh dinosaur creatures. <laughs> or aliens or who knows. They they were they were oddly terrifying too, because they had like a weird beak mouth and huge <laughs> bug eyes. Yeah, they kind of looked you, like have you Bosk seen them? from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like with very big, like bulbous, black, shiny eyes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are very off-putting because you know, like they don't look human. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm sure that the the actor inside could could see everything if they wanted <laughs> to, you know, um, with their <laughs> their transition lenses uh, domes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Land of the Lost was such a strange show, and I don't remember a goddamn thing about like what the plot was. I was just there to see the dinosaurs and sort of jeer um, at the slee stacks. So I, I I haven't seen that much of the original run. 
But in the in the nineties reboot, um most of the plot was them trying to track and get to another portal, like another time portal, in the belief that it would take them back home. That's um, right. You're right. You're right. And I, I mean think that, that, that was that most is of the, the focus. Yeah, like like that's the basic plot of a lot of a lot of these. I mean, that was that was the plot of uh, the D and D cartoon as well. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They, they needed to fight a, a portal back and know? Samurai Jack. Oh, yep, yep. Are the Herculoids dinosaurs? There's two of them that kind of look like dinosaurs. I mean, there was like the rhino looking yeah. one, not Cleveland Group, was... obviously. They're not dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they are schmooze. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know they i'm gonna treat them with respect that the the shmoo people deserve <laughs> uh, but yeah there was like a weird um dragon like uh flying one right uh with yes. a long neck and all that Zuck, stuff a bat-winged laser dragon yeah 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 it's herculoids hmm. I, man i i used to love the herculoids uh that shit was like tight <laughs> it was, just it was like, good it was good it was cool I mean, it was also like very strange, uh, sort of space, but like you said, it had some weird, uh, dino vibes to it. Yeah. It was kind of like a Conan. It actually, actually, you know what it's like? It's like, uh, it's very much like a planetary romance for kids. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know, uh, going, swerving a little different direction, if I may. It's a good time right now to be a kid and a dinosaur fan because there are so many like exhibits now about dinosaurs. Like, uh, I'm not sure, Kurt, if you uh, took your girls to any of these, but um, a year or two ago, actually, I think it come around yearly. <clears throat> they just set up in like the parking lot of an arena and like you have these like either animatronic or like people in suits and they kind of walk through and there's like mm-hmm. some veneer of scientific things, but the kids go nuts for like these dinosaurs. Like they think it, it's, it's an incredible experience. We did do that. Yes. In the parking lot of, uh, Philly's, um, NFL stadium, uh, whatever the fuck it's Lincoln called. financial. Yeah. That's right. Lincoln financial. Yeah. Um, I, so <laughs> I liked it, but it went on a little bit long mm. for our kids. This is like two years ago. When we did it, um, and it was like it was like peak COVID panic, so we were like, we can't get out of the don't open the windows. Yeah, like, the, the COVID will get us, the vid will get us. Um, and so it was a little bit of a strange experience, but they they definitely were very into it. Um, what we also have done, um, the New Jersey State Museum, if anyone happens to live in New Jersey or near Trenton, um, is a free museum, and they actually have a fair number of uh fossils um a lot of the uh there was a whole spate of early dinosaur discoveries in new jersey uh including um what is it the uh uh i think it's the had is it that the hadrosaur i think yeah i mean hadrosaur is is i believe isn't it like the duck build uh, one of the duck build uh dinosaurs right uh i yeah it's it's the one with like the weird um hadrosaurus yeah it's the one with the weird the kind of like the crest that goes like over and back, like oh, down gotcha, the top of gotcha, its head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was discovered in, in Haddonfield, New Jersey, where um, I actually, I had my first full-time writing job hmm. uh, was in Haddonfield. Um, and uh, uh, cool, cool dinosaur, less cool job. Although it was a good stepping stone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm just I'm just also uh, you, you said that it was like in in, in the p- parking lot of like a of a stadium. I was like thinking it was four you know forty oh. four hundred million years ago in so, this very spot these dinosaurs were also tailgating. Uh, anyway, go ahead. So I was gonna say uh, apparently the hadrosaur discovered in Haddonfield was the first mostly complete dinosaur skeleton ever discovered. Oh hmm. wow. New Jersey, yay! Jersey. <laughs> I thought it, I thought the uh, one of the first, well, one of the first ones was what Iguanodon or whatever. Yeah, with, uh, with the deadly the, thumb, the big thumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you don't want a thumbs up from that guy. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, and I don't know if either one of you ever got into it, but. One thing that, uh, as a full grown adult, uh, and, and seeing the artwork and all that stuff, uh, uh, I, I really s- got into like the Dinotopia, uh, books, mm. which are just two there. I mean, as far as I know, the, the main two I'm talking about were like just basically two, like almost coffee table books, um, uh, illustrated and written by, I think it was uh, James Gurney, who was like a, um, a, a well-known artist who had done all sorts of art, uh, conceptual art and stuff like that for National Geographic. So all of the the um, like the paintings that he had of like mm-hmm. it was just so great because it was like a melding of different types of uh, architecture. Like you know you you'd get like these weird um, sort of like uh, I think one of the famous ones that you might have seen before is uh, like a big sort of like. Uh, like a brontosaurus i I guess an apatosaurus or whatever it's called now Mm -hmm. um uh walking down like these uh a wide colonnade down these steps uh with you know like garlands of flowers around it and stuff like that and it's like got this uh almost like um sumerian or uh uh, late babylonian Mm. architecture around it. it's it's really cool um but yeah like uh dinotopia is like supposed to be like this uh island you know is Obviously, uh, set like Gurney being, I guess, <laughs> well versed enough, uh, you know, per- perhaps adjacent to National Geographic stuff, uh, you know, basically said, you know, hey, hey this is like the, the, the early to mid 19th century. They found this island that no one else had found, you know, um, they, they, the, this father and son sort of crash land or, you know, crash, uh, or run aground, I should say, crash land. They were on a ship, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> not an airship. Um, they ran aground and they they find this island that is is not charted any, on on any of the maps. That is basically like this um, combination of modern humans and uh, dinosaurs have sort of like figured out a way to live together, and it's mm. really cool. Um, like their their guide is uh, shit. What is the name of the the tiny ones that had like the Ah, uh, what what's the uh the beak uh and the shielded head and all that stuff. Um hmm. well shit. See, I, I I was never very good at like dinosaur names, and I know that's a big thing for a lot of the kids when you get into them is like memorizing the names, but I, I never did that. Protoceratops. There we okay. go. Okay. All right. I was bu- I was buying you some time there, Carla. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, Chris. It's it's good. It's it's weird because um uh, if I may digress a little bit, Bix, uh, the dinosaur shares a name with uh, one of the um, one of our episodes in Dinovember. Not strictly so, 
uh, is probably going to be a little bit about the, uh, the, the the Star Wars show Andor, which has another Bix as a character in that. <laughs> I mean, amongst the, the hundreds of other characters that are mm. named in that series. Um, but yeah, so so uh, you heard it here first in the middle of a, a smack dab in the middle of an episode uh, that we will be doing an Andor part one uh, episode. And then when it rounds out, we'll we'll get to the to the rest of it and talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so I was talking about Dinotopia. I, I don't know. Did any any of you uh, run across that before? I've heard of it and I'm aware of it, but no, I never never read it or anything of that nature. I think there was a an awful ABC miniseries too. Mm-hmm. I, I seem to remember that. Yes, we did like, do a long time ago. Um a uh land before time uh episode of parents just don't understand with my good friend reese hmm. um, parents parents just don't understand <laughs> just like by, in tears by the end of it because you know as i understand it it's not it's not a very um <laughs> there, there's some deaths that happen it's a fucking brutal movie yeah mm. it's it's uh it's it's rough i forget what the other one we uh i i i want to say we did a double header with like brave little toaster it was just like the childhood trauma movie um <laughs> double mm. damn double feature yeah well a triple why don't you do a triple feature and add grave of the fireflies too <laughs> fuck so so you may not know this but there's like 17 fucking land before time mm. uh movies getting increasingly stupid as they go on um <laughs> and like the like the second one is kind of very loosely trying to keep the tone of the first movie and by the third one they're just like eh fuck it (laughs) whatever (laughs) who gives a shit really this is just garbage for your stupid children to watch um and so feed them this slop fuck it yeah you know like by like the by like the eighth movie it's like well you know the long necks have discovered ballet and they were having a dance competition some stupid shit Um, yeah <laughs> yeah, Ducky's Revenge. Is, Ducky's Revenge. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just imagining like a like a pitch perfect uh, answer to that. You know, kind <laughs> of. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. Oh no, there's then they like make friends with with a T Rex b- b- baby called like Chompers. I think mm. <laughs> I remember. That's right. That's why we originally subscribed to HBO Max. Um, because my kids wanted were, the, were like. We we heard they they fucking found out somehow. I, I don't know. Kids find these things out. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll be like, okay, I have the three Land Before Time movies. I just need to make sure they don't learn that there's you know forty two more, um, <laughs> yeah. oh, and shit. they'll somehow discover. Uh, and and so we we had to get HBO Max because they had all of the other Land Before Time movies. And so mm-hmm. there was a period. We we were literally just watching Land Before Time after Land Before. You know what? I, I actually think it was like early in COVID, um, and I was I was quite happy to a degree because I was able to just like stress dissociate while my kids watched stupid garbage direct to video, <laughs> um, you know, bo- bottom of the barrel dinosaur cartoons on, <laughs> Je- on, on Jenny TV. Jenny Nicholson has a whole video where she watched she actually did watch herself <laughs> all of the land booked four times but but now that you mentioned HBO Max you you just reminded me 
Let's do fucking primal dudes. Oh I yes, haven't watched yes. a single episode of it. I've been saving it, so same I'm here. on board. Absolutely. Yeah, same, same. I mean, at, at the very least, uh, the, the first season. I, I think there's two seasons now, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like at least the first season. Because I, I mean, yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know, cool. what's what's there not to love? Uh, uh, what's uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Jendi Tartovsky? Yes, mm-hmm. Jendi. Yeah. I think, yeah. Gendy Kar- Tartakovsky, I believe. Gendy. Tartakovsky. Mi- I missed a syllable there. Sorry. Um, anyway, yeah, let's let's do Primal. Um, do we want to read a book? No, never. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Reading no. books, no. I would, so I was going to ask, have, have we all read Jurassic Park, the novel? Already. I haven't reread it in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was... haven't either, but I, I mean, I don't know that I want to reread it necessarily, but I assume I, I just, we're going to do I a Jurassic Park like, episode. Well, I, I was thinking of doing the Jurassic Park movie, which I don't know. Uh, we can, we, can, we, we like, could we could do a little we combo. We diverge into it a little bit. I, I, I was just making sure we were all on the on the same page. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely be down for a reread. I would... I mean, I, I would listen to an audiobook of it. Uh, it's hmm. probably very easy to listen to, honestly. I'm sure, yeah. Um, what are some other wh- like? What's another good dinosaur book? Well, I, I was I was also going to say that uh, I had mentioned, um, uh, and this is again. I, I'm sorry, I keep on hitting the Bradbury button, and <laughs> you know, uh, distance on. It's just like <laughs> out pops like one of uh, the the fabled uh, uh, little cards that he had ideas in that he pull out of like a. Did, had you ever heard of that? Uh, I I I I don't know if it's true or not. It might be it, may, it might be completely apocryphal. But supposedly, uh, uh, Bradbury was rumored to have a a file cabinet uh, wherein he would keep like filed away like hundreds of ideas, just like little one line wow. ideas. And, and sometimes it stick was, like a fucking pinata and, and <laughs> plots take, fall well, out. I, I, I also thought of writing a story where somebody inherits the, or, or, or managed to buy the, uh, the thing in a estate sale or something. Anyway, um, I'm digressing from the digression. Uh, but what I was going to say is distant sound of thunder, uh, which is a Bradbury story, but on top of the Bradbury story, we can also compare it to one of its probably most famous um, uh, riffs on it, which is the uh, the 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 Simpsons tree, Treehouse of Horror. Uh, oh episode. yeah, that excellent. Yeah, yeah, and, and just sort of that. like compare it a little bit. I don't know. It's it's sort of funny because I, I I it's like a five five minute episode that sort of captures a lot of what's mm. in the story but not quite as uh uh dramatically let's put it that way because it is after all homer uh <laughs> I, I i do have to confess like there's an element of dinosaurs that i find a little bit puerile um <laughs> and i sometimes struggle with like i think it works very well at a visual medium um but in text there's something so like if you'll pardon the pun like lizard brain pulpy about it that is just like it's like pirates right like Mm -hmm. it's like oh it's you know it's it's the thing that is that is cool you know it's just Mm -hmm. cool why is it cool i don't know it's just cool Mm -hmm. um and so 
I kind of, for when it comes to written material, have a pretty high bar, I think, for dinosaur stuff actually being good. And like that, that's honestly one of the things that's most remarkable about, for instance, Jurassic Park is just how good it is and how it it doesn't come across as like stupid baby shit. Um, because, you know, I've complained before about a few short stories that make heavy use of dinosaurs because to me it winds up feeling kind of childlike and mm-hmm. like a little bit dopey um and and so if you have i have read uh distant sound of thunder in a weirdly abridged version i think uh <laughs> initially where like uh, we can talk about it on the episode, but the plot didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> um, but we can, um, uh, if if you have any other recommendations for like a dinosaur book or novella that's actually good, I would love to hear it. Because again, I like them, but I really struggle sometimes because mm-hmm. I think if you don't like, you know, it's kind of like little green men, like little green men are not, you know, they don't do anything for anyone anymore because it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's so stock that it's it's like almost a joke at at this point. But I'm very I'm very open to it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would have to look I mean, off the top of my head. The only other thing I can think of right away. <laughs> I know what it um, is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, think like a dinosaur, which oh. is. Uh, honestly, it's a sci-fi story uh, where it's aliens that look like dinosaurs, but really what it is, it's a sort of, um, it's sort of like a, 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 a retelling of the cold equations. Oh, and we've already done that. So <laughs> cold, fuck it. The cold blooded <laughs> equations. <laughs> Although dinosaurs were, were warm blooded, apparently. Um uh, I thought you and were some going of them to, had to mention um, if you were a dinosaur, my love, and I was going to scoff. I, I was going to put honestly, my mouth right up against the microphone and scoff directly into mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, Kurt, mm-hmm. Kurt, you do not understand. I had this exact same thought. Like, I want to say like about um, 36 hours ago <laughs> and I stopped cold. I was like taking the dog out uh, to, to go to the bathroom. I stopped cold in my tracks and thought wait we could do what if you were a dinosaur my love no, and thanks. immediately said nah <laughs> we've <laughs> no we've way. all we've we've played that song and we've danced our hearts out to it already so <laughs> i think that one can stay <laughs> in the stacks yeah we, we could we could we don't have to dig that particular fossil up it's fine it can stay in the ground <laughs> yes exactly exactly um yeah, I, I'd have to think a little bit because, um, I mean, there is, uh, weirdly, um, somebody pointed me in the direction of, uh, there's a new, a new-ish magazine, uh, I forget, the Mesozoic huh. Quarterly or something like that. It's like, uh, I forget, I might be getting the, the Quarterly or the, the magazine or whatever, uh, wrong, but it, it's, it's like, a. I, I'd have to check out some of the individual stories because um, apparently it's a it's a, ma- a newish magazine that is concentrated on like uh, the the concepts of deep time, uh, hmm. which sounds promising. Um, yeah, but you know it's got some nice dino artwork, uh, you know, on, on the on the about us page. So hmm. um, ah, yeah. 
here's something. I don't think we're going to wind up doing this because it's a whole it's a whole thing, and I have zero familiarity with it. You you might, Carlo. I, I I don't know. You're you're of the right age, um, but uh, I know that uh, f- my my parents, or at least my mother, was very into Clan of the Cave Bear mm. um, around the time that I was born. Um, um I, I, I will, I will confess that, um, clan of the cave bear. And I think I've said this before, but, uh, it bears repeating possibly the first adult novel that I read. Uh, it, it was quite adult in, <laughs> in certain parts. Uh, it was given to me because, um, my, my sixth grade teacher, a saint, uh, she under, I think she was one of the few teachers that really understood where I was coming from. Um, and she's like, you know what? Here you go. Buddy, <laughs> read this. I, it's not dinosaurs, but I'm sure you'll love it. Let's fuck and this kid up was, forever. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> there, there was uh yeah, there was a lot of, um, hmm. uh, yeah, lots of, um, turning into a wolf uh yeah my, my head turning into a wolf and me pounding the table um at some of the scenes yeah th- what a weird series because that was i mean that was phenomenally popular yes around the time like what well, a I mean, weird it's, it's, series it starts so popular yeah, it's like a weird like it starts off initially uh with this veneer of like scientific you know sort of like authenticity about like the um and this was like like decades like this is when I think the the theory that like uh, modern you know like Cro-Magnon man and and Neanderthals Neanderthals were sort of cohabitating uh, areas, um, but it had not been sort of like it, it wasn't a popular theory. And now now it's like sort of a, almost accepted science. Uh, due to, it is you know, yeah, and and uh, I mean to to the point that it is assumed that um, Cro-Magnon man and neanderthals uh like inter interbred um well, to, and, to and some extent like there's you know so i think it's something like six percent of yeah, and, the and human genome we, is neanderthal yeah that also uh that we uh apparently uh, through that interbreeding became receptacles for ne- neanderthal uh old ass neanderthal diseases that are somehow like now embedded in modern dna huh, interesting <laughs> Uh, there, there's a theory that um, that possibly Crohn's might be an old STD. Huh? Really? <laughs> oh, weird. Well, that is weird. Along you, with you, the rocket pneumonia and the boogie you, woogie you, flu, you got, you got you got yourself a case of the long clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long clap. Uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how true that is. Uh, I think that's a, a more recent sort of like, uh, theory, but yeah, like the, the idea that Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal were, uh, sort of like cohabitating in different, you know, like in the same regions of the world at the same time, uh, when Clan of the Cave Bear came out, uh, was very much like a, it was beginning to be thought of, but it wasn't like, uh, like accepted science now. And I guess it's. You know, they, they found more evidence now, but, um, at the time she was, she ran like, uh, Jean M. Owl or all, I, I'm not sure how you pronounce her last name. Um, I only ever read it, um, you know, sort of ran with it. And, uh, so it, it begins as this weird, um, sort of prehistoric man, you know, like humanity type man of, ape. 
<laughs> man apes uh, thing. And then slowly over time becomes this entire sort of like uh, prehistoric humanity romance. It was just very strange. Yes. I am. I am to understand that this is the case. (laughs) (laughs) Very strange. But yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, I I am aware. I think I was it. uh, I think I read up to the third or fourth book. Uh, and then that was it. I I, I was out. <laughs> so this doesn't fit, but I'm going to put it out there because I'd like to read it at some point. Um, is uh, have you ever read or watched the adaptation of uh, The Dragon and the George by Gordon R. Dixon? No. I've heard of the story, but I've never um, read it. So the the adaptation. Uh, is an animated film called Flight of Dragons by Rankin Bass, who mm-hmm. um, people will probably be familiar with for doing The Last Unicorn and The Hobbit. Uh, and uh, and, the and also uh, R.I.P. Uh, Mr. Bass, who yes. just passed away. Was it yesterday or the day before? Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that. I know that. Um, was it Jim? Jim Rankin uh, passed away uh, a couple of years ago, I believe. Wow. I didn't realize the, the yesterday. That sucks. But, you know, R.I.P. to a legend. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it quite fits because it's dragons and not uh, dinosaurs. Um, but uh, it's a cool, cool idea. You know, it's basically like a a medieval historian, I believe, gets kind of like zapped back in time um, into the body of a dragon in, you hmm. know, this kind of like fantasy medieval uh, era and, hmm. and kind of does a whole Connecticut Yankee thing, but he's inside of a dragon. Um, huh. Inside of a dragon. Yes. In, like, you know, in the body of a dragon. As, as oh, a oh, I see. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, not like he's, stu- not, he's, <laughs> he's just, just like, it's not a dragon game. mecha. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> that would be cool though. That, that would be cool. Uh, but no, uh, flight of dragons is a, is a, is a very cool um, cartoon. Although the, the animation isn't really up to, up to their par, um, their usual par, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but, but we should put a pin in that one for some other theme, but I think it would be an interesting fit because I've been meaning to read that story for a while. Um, it's apparently, there's apparently like a, a whole series called the dragon Knight uh, series, uh, that came out. Mm. Um, but we could do dragon whatever, Knight. whatever month starts with the word starts with the letter D. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm open. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that I have like a a a um like a definite list of things. Uh, we we could we could. I mean, we we still we could well, totally we, come we could up also, with a bunch of dragon shit. I mean, we could also just you know like maybe at the like remember we we do have uh um uh, what what became the thirteenth warrior um. Eaters of the Dead. Uh, oh yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have plenty for this floating floating over us. But um, anyway, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we, we could definitely do that. I think uh, it would fit, but but better for a different theme. I think we'll have enough for uh, that's fair for Die November. Um, but uh, it just it occurred to me, and I wanted to say it to start b- 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 uh, building hype for eight months from now when we eventually get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> You got to get enough momentum, man. Oh, you know what could be fun to do? Um, what the hell is that? Uh, that like Harryhausen. Um, oh, 
dinosaur uh, movie uh, from way back in the day. What the hell was that? Um, uh, let me let me look was, it up. Because, was that Harryhausen? Uh, Hold on, it was like a really famous like stop motion, um, like girl. dinosaur fight. God, it was like super old. Oh, King Kong. Was it? Well, was it in King Kong? Maybe it was in King Kong. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I thought it was something something else, but perhaps it was. Well, I mean, King Kong definitely had. I think old or new King Kong would fit the bill. I mean, it definitely has dinosaurs on Skull yeah. Island, but um, but uh, yeah, I I am a I am a big Harryhausen fan. I love stop motion, man. Oh. I'm not thinking of King Kong at all. I'm thinking of the the. I think it was the 1925 The Lost World. I think is what mm. I have. There we go. Well, I mean, I, I never got to read The Lost World. Maybe I can see it. Uh, and not to be confused with the Michael Crichton sequel of no. the same name. <laughs> Such a funny sequel, by the way, because um, for anyone who's not familiar, like the movie and the book end in fairly different way the same basic idea but different characters are alive and and dead Mm -hmm. so hammond is dead and ian malcolm uh jeff goldblum's character are both dead at the end of uh the book or at least they're 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 more or less confirmed to be dead it's you know you don't see them die but they'll say oh yeah malcolm died um and uh because Jeff Goldblum was the one who wanted to come back for the sequel, uh, for the movie. Um, they had to basically like retcon the the <laughs> events of the book to make them fit the events of the movie for mm-hmm. the sequel book, so that when they a- a- adapted it, they could go, "Oh, look, <laughs> it's it's the guy everybody liked. He's back." <laughs> 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 they never asked themselves if they should do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um so yeah, I I I would uh yeah, the Lost World um the 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 Mike the Michael Crichton uh book that is the sequel is <laughs> very funny. Uh for for that same reason and the movie as well because yeah, exactly right. Uh I mean in the movie at least uh the the first one you know Ian Malcolm survives but then in the second one you after I read the book a couple of times I was like mm, you're not supposed to be here <laughs> But I mean again it's also Jeff Goldblum and I'm sure everyone thinks he's super charming uh so I guess uh, I'm the one that's wrong <laughs> All right so I think um we could probably get back together for uh for the i mean i also i do have um uh a a friend of the pod ashley uh is is it ashley adams i shit uh weather goose yeah weather goose is it adams shit uh anyway she'll be on to talk about the uh apple tv series uh prehistoric planet oh nice yeah, I mean, uh, obviously you guys are invited, but uh, you know, if you can't make it, that's that's okay too. Um, uh, in any case, uh, yeah, Prehistoric Planet, the Apple TV series, which um, honestly I, I've been I've been watching uh, a little bit of, and it's it's really fascinating. Like like it, it is sort of uh, really interesting to watch um, 
sort of like the updates to a lot of these uh, dinosaurs and even some of the, the <laughs> probably some of the, uh, the things that they, they stubbornly decided not to update uh, like uh, what is it? Uh, some of the T-Rexes are not feathered, uh, even though mm. there's a lot of conjecture that they might've been uh, mainly because they'd look like a gigantic sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh yeah we'll we'll be doing that and um some of the stuff we've been discussing uh so gents do we have any last thoughts any quips to get out before we um say goodbye hmm. i i <laughs> all that, that i was got Chris's quip. is that uh dragons are more or less dinosaurs but for some reason i think dragons are cooler than dinosaurs so i'm i'm giving dinosaurs a chance though uh, to make up the difference and prove themselves to be as cool as dragons. I mean, mm-hmm. just just you know, find yourself a, a an egg uh, in the foundations of a building. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! No, that's dragons. That's dragons. I was gonna say the very stupid and bad movie Reign of Fire, but that's that's fucking dragons again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they they're very much dragons in the. Uh, uh, Vermithrex pejorative uh, <laughs> model of dragon <laughs> too. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, uh, gents, thanks for for having a beer with me and talking about being dino pilled uh, and other sundry subjects as we wandered here and there. Um, and I guess I'll say thanks to everyone listening in. Uh, thanks for being patient with our with my rambling, and we'll catch you next time here on Pods.